the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tomorrow can be bigger. Just grow, let the world overflow. Yeah. Live a life bigger than yourself. You're created for greatness. Live a life bigger than yourself. Hello, we are so glad that you joined us today. This is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. We believe that this teaching from God's Word will empower you to live a full, impactful life in Christ. As always, you can access this teaching and more for free on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. Let's get into the Word as we continue the teaching from our previous broadcast. Jesus is speaking. He said, Behold, we're going up to Jerusalem. All the disciples are listening. And the Son of Man will be what? Betrayed to the chief priests and to the scribes, the scholars. And they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles or the Romans to mock and to scourge and to crucify him. It wasn't just a crucifixion. They beat him horribly. And the third day he will arise again. The problem was, as they were listening, they were so saddened and, and, and taken back by, by verse 18 and 19 that they couldn't hear the rising on the third day. You see, if they were really listening to Jesus, pay attention, they would not have been surprised. And I want to say to you today, if you have really been listening to Jesus, if you've really been paying attention to the prophets in, in Scripture, You would not be surprised. My Bible said, do not be surprised by the fiery trial that comes to test you. But what we've done is we surrounded ourselves with motivational preachers. They preach parts of the the, the Bible that will make everybody happy, but not the parts that will make us grow. Pay attention to what I'm talking about today. And in another place, Mark 8 and 31, he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chiefs, priests, the scribes, and be killed. And after these these days, what? Rise again. But notice he said teach. He didn't just tell, he taught. Meaning he went into detail in depth, explaining to these people. Then watch who he was speaking to. He spoke this word openly, meaning Jesus did not just teach this to a select few. He was telling everybody, everybody, everybody heard Jesus talk about what was coming. Then Peter, though, took him aside and began to what? Rebuke him. Jesus, you're embarrassing us with all this talk. Jesus said, we we want certain verses of the Bible. Jesus, we can embrace certain truths. Jesus, we we want to follow you part of the way. 
You see, the problem is we only see what we want to see. And often we only hear what we want to hear. And, 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 and Peter, he's like you and I, don't talk about that part. I won't come back to church if you talk about that part. I'll blog about you. I'll I'll, I'll start saying bad things on social media if you talk about that part. But then Jesus adds, John 16 and 33. He said, these things, Jesus will tell you the truth. He said, these things I have spoken to you so you be forewarned. So that in me you'll you'll have peace. Meaning, the the context of this thing is life is going to test you. There will be COVIDs that test your faith. There will be world affairs that test your faith. There will be gas prices, supermarket prices that will test your faith. There will be inflation that might test your faith. But when it happens, don't fall away. Don't fall apart. I got you. Your only assignment in the midst of the craziness is to hold your peace. Hold your peace. Hold your peace. Let the world fall apart. Let let us burn, everybody else burn down buildings. Let everybody else tear things up. But my God said, if I hold my peace, He will fight my battles. And Jesus gives them a dose of reality. Jesus was not a soft preacher. In the world, you will. You will. You will. It is going to happen. You will have some tribulation. Not may have, but what will have. But here's the deal. Be of good cheer because the victory's already been won. I have already overcome the world. There's always a battle before victory. Let me tell you something. If you never bump into the devil, it's only because you're walking in the same direction. Pay attention to what I'm saying today. See, y'all start giving me feedback now, you see, see? See, y'all get happy, you know, I... Then Jesus, he said to them, and you say you weren't so sure about that tone because, you know, your picture of Jesus, he's always nice. and But, but watch what he says. Oh, foolish ones. How you nicely call somebody a fool? And then he called them slow. I mean, fool's bad enough. They say, y'all slow. The reality is sometimes when it comes to something I don't want to hear, I am too slow. You too are often slow. And slow of heart, it's really a heart problem. It's not that you didn't hear, it was what was going on in your heart. And slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. You see, the problem was they only saw that Friday from an earthly 
faithless perspective. But I get it though. Because they shivered while he was beaten. There were two Roman soldiers. They usually would take turns as they would strike the victim. And it wasn't a a long space between the rips. And I'm not going to talk about it all, but it was a, most people didn't, didn't survive the, the, the beating because there was a piece of metal and, and glass in the, the, the talons and, and it would strike the body. Then when they pulled it out, it would rip out parts of the body. It, it was a thing. They cringed as they hammered the nails in his hands and his feet at the cross. They heard his groans, felt the loss. But they let their human disappointment blind them to their hope. So Jesus leans in and he's teaching. He says, ought not. Which means there was no other way. See, Jesus said, Father, if there's any other way, take this cup. But Isaiah couldn't do it. John the Baptist couldn't do it. Muhammad couldn't do it. Buddha couldn't do it. If there was any other option, Jesus wouldn't have had to face the cross. But there was only one spotless Lamb of God that could bear the sin of the world. He said, ought not. He's, 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 he, I mean, there's fire burning. And actually a little later said that their hearts were, were warmed and, and they were stirred by, by what Jesus said. Ought not the Christ had to suffer these things? You see, we stop at the suffering. Oh, I don't want to hear the suffering. That's not fair to suffering. It didn't stop there. And to enter his glory. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. God's not into pain for the sake of pain. He, we, we only deal with hurt because God's on his way of doing something. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me, Lord. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. But I'm going to walk through it. Because I'm going somewhere and I get to the other side of this pain. I'm going to see the game weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. But you got to hang on till morning comes. Till morning comes. Till mo- you got to hold on until morning comes. Ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and enter the glory, no crown without a cross. But what I want you to see is on Good Friday, the problem was not the weakness of God, the lack of love from God. It was because of God's love. It was because of God's strength that they went through that Friday. But it was their attitudes that were detached from the promises of God. 
that caused him to walk out of the city dejected, downcast. No hope, no future. It wasn't what happened to them. It was their perspective and attitude about it. Church, it is not what has happened to you. It is your attitude and perspective about it. Why? Because my Bible says, though my mother and father forsake me, the Lord will take care of me. Though an army besiege me, my heart shall not fear. Though war break out against me, even then will I be confident. Though my sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though my sin be as crimson, they will be white like wool. Again, though I walk through to the other side, to the place of promise, the valley of the shadow of death. I'm not afraid of evil because the devil can't hurt me more than God can reward and bless me. God will not be outdone. So as hard as it's been, it's just a, a, a harbinger of how great God wants to make it be. But you got to go through to get to. COVID's been something else. We lost people we loved. We went through situations in our homes that we didn't think we'd go through. But it's morning time. And what we needed to do then and, and, and right now is hang on to the promise. Yeah, it was a tough Friday night, but Sunday morning is a coming, is a coming, is a coming. So, so Jesus, I say this a lot, but people criticize me. They say, why are you always in the word? You just preach the word. I'm like, why else? What else would I preach? Heaven and earth will pass away, but this word won't. Books won't be on the shelf and and things famous people say won't be around but so long. But this word shall never pass away. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets. So he went back into the book. He expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And you don't really know Jesus till you meet him in his word. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further or farther. Now, Jesus doesn't force himself on on anyone. We have to invite him in if we want him to stay. But they constrained him. I don't know if they grabbed him. I don't know what they did, but, but I know what they said. It said, They said, abide with us, even though he was speaking some hard truth, even though they had to admit they were wrong. They wanted to hear the word of God. And these two would not just settle for a spoonful. A dad will not do. They wanted the whole bottle. And they constrained him. How many of us have really gone after God, really cried out after God, 
God, you promise you'll never leave me nor forsake me, God. God, I will not let you pass me by. If you're going to bless anybody, God, bless me, oh God. And they constrained him. Do you know that your faith in God constrains him? When you stand on God's word and believe his promise, God is constrained. You hear what I'm saying? He's faithful and he's just. And he will keep his promises. But they constrained him, saying, abide with us, for it's toward evening, and the day is far spent. And if you haven't noticed, it's getting darker and darker and darker out there in that world. And we need him more than ever. Don't let the sun go down. Without you drawing near and grabbing hold of the one who loves you so much he went through that Friday. And the Bible says, by the way, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he went in, watch this, to stay with them. Despite their questions. Despite their defensiveness, despite their sins, anxieties, doubts, and fears, if you can find the courage to invite him into your pain, stop putting on a church face with Jesus. Daddy, it hurts. Father, I don't understand. Even God from the cross said, Jesus said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? In their pain, they didn't push away their pain. They didn't try to push down their pain. In their pain, they invited him in. I've learned in my life, When it hurts the most, don't run from him, but to him and invite him in the place of my wound, my bleeding, my lack of understanding. Despite the fact they were walking away from Christ, we believe that he was the one to save, but we don't anymore. And some of you have walked away. Because life hits you. And maybe it was because you didn't have a good pastor or you missed those Sundays. But you were surprised. And because of the surprise, you couldn't even see God anymore. But this morning, my prayer is that you could see Jesus. And everything we've gone through, he went through first. Jesus was God's best gift. And what I need you to see is when it comes to God's best, even the devil's worst. On that Friday night, the devil did the worst that could was humanly possible. But the devil's worst was like 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 us taking a a piece of paper with a whole bunch of bad stuff, crumbling it up, and Jesus throwing it in the garbage. Because compared to, to God's best, 
death couldn't even hold him down. Our sins couldn't even hold him down. The grave could not hold him down. And God is here today extending to you his very best. Yeah, maybe mom and them can't help you. Maybe, maybe your uncle can't help you. Maybe there's no, there's no other book you can read that's going to help you. But, but I know that, 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 that when I get to the, the deepest, darkest, lowest place, I, I, I've learned often I, I get so low, but when I get low, I, 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 I realize, you know, there's nothing else to do but look up. So sometimes in his wisdom, he brings us to the end of ourselves. And you say, why? First of all, you couldn't handle all the reasons why. But let me just tell you something. If Jesus would have rose from the dead a couple hours after the cross, people would be like, he wasn't really dead. They'd have been like, well, maybe he was faking. Or maybe they just thought he was dead. So he waited three days. So he wasn't just dead, he was dead dead. Dead dead. And sometimes God has to wait till you're not just dead. He has to wait not just till to, to the situation's impossible, until the situation's impossible, impossible. Dead dead. So no one else could get the credit or the glory for what God accomplishes. You see, if you're not dead enough, you, you might think it was your strong will. You might think it was your education or, or the input of some person. But God said, no, you're going to be so dead. Everybody around you going to know it's dead. And when I raise it up, everybody's going to look to me knowing I am the alpha, the man. I'm the resurrection and the life. So, if you really believe in a God that rose from the dead, why are you so scared about the dead things in your life? The cornerstone of our faith is that God calls us to bounce back. God calls us to rebound. God can revive. Is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything broken he can't fix? Is there a rock big enough he can't lift? Do you really worship the living God? If you do, it's not about Friday. It's about Sunday. It's about what God can do with the worst thing that ever happened to you. If you stay faithful, if you trust him, if you just hold on. And Jesus went in and stayed with them. See, I know, you know, we, we got on our Sunday best and everything. But just be real. You know some things are hurting. You know. Like, Lord, I worshiped and I prayed, I gave, I, I, I even did good to folk. That still hurt. God is saying, invite me into your pain. Invite me into your pain. Call it what it is. Invite me in. Say, well, I wasn't perfect. That's irrelevant. You have a perfect Savior. 
So right now, head bowed, eye closed. Just invite him in. You know what it is. Father, come into this part of my life. Part I, I don't get. I don't quite understand. I know I ought to know him better, but I didn't, and I chose not to. And just a lot of stuff went on. God, I can't even figure out all that. I don't get myself sometimes, Lord. But it hurts. Say, Lord, come into this area. Fix and cleanse, restore. Do a miracle, God. Revive me here. Again, the disciples constrained him. And by faith right now, you know, God's only accountable to his word. He upholds his word above his name, the Bible says. I'm not saying that we can independently ever make God do anything, but God is true to his word. Him and his word are one. And it's not an outside force asking God for something when it lines up with the word. So right now, constrain God by his promise. Constrain him by his word. God, you said it. I'm going to trust you. If you ever raised anyone, Lord, raise me up right here. Fix this area of my life. Right now, just pray. Just seek him right now. Seek him right now. You've been listening to Live Big with Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace Church VA TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.